Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode, the 80th episode of Get Your Nerd On with your boy P90 the Rapper, me. And today, we have lots and lots and lots of things to go through. Um, It's actually a lot because I was scrolling as I said lots and I kept saying lots until I got to the bottom, which means there is a lot to go through. So let's catch up real quick. And then let's get into the Xbox showcase. So, uh, I have been playing Wet, made by Bethesda. And I think that game is super fun. It deserves a remake because the controls and, and the feel would be so fucking awesome on the next generation consoles. I think they should remake that game for Xbox. It is beautiful. It's fun. And it could be their own Devil May Cry. I haven't beaten the game yet, but technically... She seems like a mercenary. So they could literally run this into like a three-game franchise. Or I mean, I don't like threes. So let's say a four-game franchise. And if they want to do more, they could do more. But it's fun. It has um, it's simple gunplay and stuff because it's meant to just be like a trick shot game and stuff like that. But I think it's cool, and I think that they could truly, truly come up with a really cool way to make this game last longer and they should make it i've i mean it's so cool as a it has a small point system um and it just has over the top action and this cool ass badass uh lead female character named ruby like i love it it's it's fucking awesome and i think they should really do something about that um, I've been trying to catch up on X-Men comics. There is a lot of stuff going on, like, um, Nimrod, Sentinel, something like that, invaded Krakoa and tried to steal all of their data. Um, the girls beat up vampires, um, and then beat up Dazzler's vampire boyfriend. Um, and then I read some Fantastic Four Volume 2 by Jonathan Hickman. That was... That's so far, that's going pretty good. Doom just got captured by one of the reeds. This... The comics are great. I just need much, much more time. Because there's so much video games out. Like, I'm playing the fuck out of Diablo. And I gotta get to level 50 before Final Fantasy comes out. I'm very excited. Uh to beat it because i'm really close to the end i have like two more chapters and um epilogue left i'm this game's great the art is beautiful i give i continue to give that game uh like that game is a that game is a beautiful nine out of ten man i love it um but i gotta finish soon because final fantasy is coming out and i gotta do my early bird opinion on the game after i spend like five hours with it get some clips maybe 10 hours because it's final fantasy but yeah um also i've been replaying spider-man the uh remastered one so much fun swinging around new york i absolutely love it but other than that i don't think i've been doing much else um yeah no not much else you know just trying to survive and not 
go broke. That's about it. But let's get on with the Xbox showcase. Alright, so most of you know how this goes. I just re-explain it. I'm going to read off exactly how I have my notes for the showcase. And then we'll go over the stuff. We'll go over random things throughout the showcase in more detail after I go through the notes of the showcase. Basically, I'm just telling you in order how everything came out. And then we'll go into more detail about it. We'll talk about certain ones, not all of them. Um, and yeah, so let's do this. Xbox opened the show with a Fable trailer that gave us the laydown of the energy of the game that will be present, and it is definitely something we needed, but there is no gameplay. Or was there? Everyone thinks there's no gameplay, but there was much gameplay in that because all that was like running in-game of um, the, the, the game was running in-game in-engine, and it was a mixture of actual gameplay to just the way scenes are going to look in the game. Um, and it's beautiful. I'm happy we got to see the direction that Playground was going to take it. And there's no date, but I think it was good enough. They're, tell they're showing us, hey, Fable looks like this, it feels like this, and it's going to play like this. And I think that was so, so cool. In-engine trailer of a girl who seems to be looking for a freaky monster that she plans to be hunting down. South of Midnight is being worked on by Compulsion Games, and it looks really artistically beautiful. Like, um, kind of has this clay-type feel to it, and then it has, like, this, um, it's gonna use southern lore, um things like that it looks it just looks really good i'm excited uh we didn't get to see gameplay it was just an engine but it looks like it's shaping up to be a good game I'm, i'd be surprised if that game's not like done within the year and maybe a year and a half um because there was no date for that but shit it really looks like it's gonna be an interesting game to play ubisoft massive has a game for us and that is star wars oh with a seemingly with it is a female lead and her droid friend um she is a what, what do you call she's a smuggler and you get to keep your blaster close in star wars outlaws coming out in 2024 there was gameplay shown later on for it but um it looks like fun it looks like it's gonna be pretty interesting that's the division team apparently but it's uh the main character's cool her companion's cool it looks like it's gonna be so much fun it's gonna have like a slight open world to it it looks like i can't wait to genuinely play that and get my hands on it the gameplay that they showed us sold me and like i like star wars games but i'm not the biggest fan of them <laughs> you you know how i feel about jedi survive uh Jedi, it's absolutely great games. I just don't like the Dark Soulsy element to it. So this is gonna be good for me because this is more of a shooter adventure game. Because you'll be using that blaster a lot. Sarah Bond came out to the screen um, to say this lineup will be absolutely wonderful, and we already showed three wonderful games, and there's gonna be more to show. And so they continue on. Thunder Lotus behind. 
Spirit Fair seems to be working on a co-op game now, and it's a Hades-looking 33-player co-op rogue-style game. Um, the screen fills up with moves as you and 33 or 30 you and 32 other immortals take on a bunch of really crazy enemies and you guys got to work together to take down some very very scary looking foes not scary looking but intimidating foes there we go intimidating foes you can play 33 immortals in 2024 coming day one to xbox game pass we finally get that trailer for payday 3 how i thought <laughs> i thought this was the game showing at the playstation showcase but i was wrong because it's here at the xbox showcase a fully next-gen payday video game for you and your friends as you rob these banks and grab the cash september 21st and they w are going to game pass that's enough. Listen, there's a lot of fucking Game Pass games showing up here, by the way. Like, a lot. I'm excited for Payday. Um, Not overly excited, but I'm excited because me and my boys used to play Payday a lot. But that game was fucking hard, bro. Like, you really got to play like a team. Like, you got to play like you really want to rob that bank. Otherwise, your ass is grass. Atlas presents to us a beautiful trailer of P3. A remake. Um, And... This, this game looks beautiful. The transition screen is so clean and the music bumps heavy. It's coming early 2024 to Game Pass. I'm very excited. I want it. I want it now. I want it now. Um, I need it, man. It looks, it looks really good. It does. We are shown in-game footage of Obsidian Entertainment and a game that they are working on. We get to see exactly what, game, what the game looks like and a plague that is corrupting um an awesome magic world called about the gameplay looks like it's inspired by skyrim a little bit but still feels like its own thing um you get to play about day one on xbox game pass in 2024 no date just windows and i think that's better than giving you actual dates until they know that they're concrete with it like honestly I feel like you shouldn't get dates until the game is so finished that it can all go on a disc, like Final Fantasy. You know, no, we're going to give you a date two days before the game ships to goes gold. Like, no, game's gone gold. I get it because you generate hype. But at the same time, when you do that, you guys don't push games back. And then now they have to get day one updates. You can't put them on the disc. You just give that disc a license. It's stupid. But anyway, back to the show. Your annual Sea of Thieves shows up with a crossover with Monkey Island, bringing new places and new characters while you explore. July 20th, play a new original story for free in this Lucasfilm team-up of pirates. Shown in Engine. Xbox Game Studios presents... Asobo Studios flight sim update with search and rescue, helicopter, cargo, transport, air, ambulance, mountain rescue, skydive, aviation, aerial construction, and much, much more. Live out your wildest dream with Microsoft Flight Simulator and these new jobs in Simulator 2024, coming in 2024. It's not just an update, it's like a whole uh, flight sim 2024, which is absolutely 
beautiful. Everything shown was in engine in the game. You flight sim people are gonna love that shit. In game footage of a really cool dragon, um, dragonfly ship <laughs> that will be making its way to flight simulator as well. If you like Dune, you know exactly where that is and or what that is. And the expansion is coming November third, twenty twenty three. Hellblade just finished shooting everything. So someone came to say hello and tell us more with a captured on Xbox Series X video. This game is really blurring the lines between video game and reality in some cases. And the detail that they use to create this game is insane. The video is a mixture of um, gameplay as well as uh, like the transition scenes. Which is technically gameplay. And it looks stunning. It's a seamless mix. And you gotta play the game with headphones. Because they bought back those voices of course. It is a very important aspect. And oh, the game looks great. If you haven't played Hellblade 1. I really think you should play Hellblade 1. Before this game comes out. Play it. This game will drive you crazy. In 2024. Sega and Xbox team up to show off Yakuza Like a Dragon and seemingly this takes place in America as our protagonist washes up on the beach. Infinite and Wealth comes early 2024. By the way, he washed up on the beach naked and uh, they were not afraid to show some booty. So it is a very funny trailer for a very interesting game. I gotta play all the Yakuza games. Like I want to take some time and literally just play them all but there's the present some more fallout 76 with a beautiful song and uh in-game footage mixed with cinematic even more monsters new places to hang out or explore in atlantic city answer the call of vault 76 coming soon capcom jumps to xbox to present us with a super freaky game showing off monsters that freeze in the day i mean that's what it looks like a character with a sword to cut the darkness and save people in this weird awesome land of color the enemy and art like in this game they just they just look so freaking cool it's like i'm sold it just looks great path of the goddess is coming day one to game pass and i can't wait to to see more like actual like a a start to finish gameplay of it. It just looks so fucking good. Like, I'm so excited to see. Sorry, where is going on in this game? What the fuck this is all about? And all that beautiful color. I want to see that running on like my best TV. Forza Motorsport shows up as expected. A nice trailer that seems to be an end engine and a release date for October 10th, 2023. Of course, it's day one on Game Pass. Bethesda comes back to show us in-game footage and cinematic of magic and elves, snow and dragons. Of course, this is ESO, and the mission doesn't stop as another expansion is announced. Necrom drops June 20th. Blizzard uses their time on Xbox to show Overwatch content that is coming this August. A new adventure awaits, and it seems to be showing us some gameplay of what looks like a decent new co-op event new map coming august 10th um and this 
this new mode co-op PVE thing is locked behind a $15 game pass. So if you like Overwatch and you're looking forward to any story event that's coming out, you can get that. You just got to make sure you get the battle pass. Otherwise, you don't get it. You got to get the $15 drone. Yeah. I mean, I kind of get it. But at the same time, I could have sworn those things were supposed to be like a part of just the experience. Not, you know, we're going to charge you for all of them. But whatever, it is what it is. Atlas comes back to show off Persona Tactica, which is a Fire Emblem Mario Rabbit style play with new fights and new adventures. And it looks so fucking dope and like it's got a cute art style and it's coming 11-17-23 and definitely will be on Game Pass. I'm buying it. In-game footage is shown of a space game, a space starfield exploration creepy monsters good gunplay because they went back and actually fixed it this game looks like it will be expansive and i cannot wait to get this game in my hands september 6 i have pre-ordered the collector's edition which comes with this fancy little watch i'm very excited for there's no system which sucks <sighs> end game footage is, well we don't know there might be a system at the last second end game footage is shown of a Oh, wait, we already went over that. We're not done yet. As we are showing someone climbing with in-game footage, they're climbing something really, really high. Like, really, really high. Like a mountain. And the game has an art style that feels extremely defined. Like a defined version of um, Life is Strange. Um, like Life is Strange 2, but it's very defined. But it's definitely unrelated. Although... It makes sense because the game is made by Don't Not Entertainment. So, this seems like they're making a world climbing game. A lot of rocks will be climbed, but places will definitely be explored. And it's just the main mechanic. And it's called Just Not. Just Not Fall. What? Just Not. Yeah, Just Not, just not Fall. Sorry. <laughs> I typed so fast and I didn't add commas. It's coming in 2023. Or it's coming fall 2023. We'll figure the name out later. But it's definitely Jusant. J-U-S-A-N-T. It's coming in 2023. Explore. Still. Wait. Oh, right. Still Wakes the Deep. That, that name was killing me for a second. Explore Still Wakes the Deep in 2024 and Unlock Fear. Because they only gave us a teaser. But it definitely looks interesting and it makes you want more. Wow, dog, there's just so many notes that I <laughs> didn't get a chance to go over all of them. So there's going to be some hiccups. A beautiful looking smaller scale game. I actually don't want to call this a smaller scale game, but um, it looks like it. it is being produced and I am amazed at how much exploration it looks to be showing off with puzzles, dungeons of... Hintenberger comes to Xbox 2024 day one on Game Pass. It just looks like a fun game and it just looks so chill because the trail that they used, it showed us the exploration, but it made it look a little small, but it made it look so chill and fun and there's like some nice color to it and it pops. It really pops. We see Cyberpunk Phantom Liberty shown. Keanu Reeves talks about Dogtown 
an unexplored town of Nice City where we have to rescue the president of the new United States of America. Specifically, we are watching PC game footage with Xbox settings. This game looks exactly how they wanted it to look. From the sounds of the story, we might have a chance to save V, but at what cost? Um, but And we'll also figure out if we're going to die. With all of these new threats, it, the game looks stunning. It's coming out. 92623 I cannot wait. I'm so excited to go back to Night City. I'm going to play Cyberpunk again. This game This game has me in a chokehold chokehold of tears. Xbox seems to be showing off a city building game and I mean like a really big city building game. It's a city simulator with extreme customization. City Skylines 2 comes October 24th. It will also be day one on Game Pass. Atlas makes one more comeback yet again with a brand new game with the crazy beautiful looking story and awesome characters and a wonderful visual styled like Persona. We can play Metaphor Refantasia and 2024. I don't know how I remember that subtitle name because I only wrote down metaphor, but I think I want that game so fucking bad. One of my most anticipated games from the showcase. A new co-op adventure game that lets friends play together in a side-scrolling manner where they can find treasure and beat up monsters kind of like Castle Crashes. Together, you can save humanity in Towerborn 2024 and it's coming to Game Pass. And boy, do I need friends because there's, there's a lot of co-op games coming. And I want to play these games with people. But friends, I don't have them. I have friends, but none of them play Xbox as much as I do. And they're all fake gamers because their life is busy. And I respect it. But flip, fuck y'all, bro. This is not a child-friendly podcast, by the way. Don't know if you ever knew that. But it's not. But anyway, fuck. I need to play these games with people because it looks like fun. Clockwork Revolution made by NXile coming in due time and it looks beautiful and reminds me of Bioshock. There's time manipulation going on here. The art style is so cool because it's like the steampunk style and it's just really fucking awesome. The game is just like, there's just so, so much good stuff going on in this game you got uh it seems like there's gonna be this woman lead uh of the game i in in a woman boss maybe i don't know this game just looks really cool it looks like you're gonna fuck shit up and you're gonna think that you were doing good but now you done fucked up and now we gotta see how things change how things can be fixed i'm excited i'm very excited and that's not all series s comes with one terabyte and in all black, September 1st at 349.99. They, they upped the space, man. They heard they heard people talk. They upped the space on that Xbox Series S. And they also said, yo, guys, we're not done with the Series S, dog. We're going to stop making stuff for the, for the last gen. But Gen 9, it's going. And we're sorry, but y'all got to keep making games for the series s we feel like we have made it easy for you guys to do this because apparently some people say that making games for the series s is a difficult task so yeah um 27 games were shown 13 from the first party studios 
21 games coming to Game Pass. In the end, Xbox did what they said they had to do and gave people a reason to subscribe to Game Pass or keep it. Um, you have 13 games that are only going to be available in the Xbox ecosystem, and they will be on Game Pass because of that. And then you have uh, another handful of games coming to Game Pass. Out of the 27, you have <laughs> 21 games coming to Game Pass. Only six games will not be coming to Game Pass. And you can spend all the rest of your money on those six games. You can buy all six of those games that won't be on Game Pass. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. It's stunning how much they've learned from themselves and how well they just did with this showcase not showing the release dates until they're ready only doing windows because they're very confident that these games are close to ending production so that they can throw a window i love that i think that is smart i think that is the best decision they did i love the 12 month plan but it's okay because it lowers the expectations by letting them just give us a window. You get the 12-month plan, we start speculating exactly what day these games come out. This is the better format. Unless there are absolutely positive games coming out within those times and there's no chances of a delay. Like, sure, y'all could do, like... There's some games will be coming out in 12 months, you know? But I'm excited. That was a phenomenal showcase. I think they get a B-plus for that. Um, the only thing that would have given them an A was concrete release dates, but I'm not mad at not having release dates for any of those games except for Forza and Starfield. That's totally fine by me. I think we can wait because um, there's, they have a bunch of stuff, and they did what they said they're going to do. Xbox has – I'll mention it again later. I'm pretty sure I wrote this down, but Xbox has always wanted to release four games a year, and they've been doing it. For good or for worse, they've been doing it. They shipped plenty of games this year, actually, and the year before, and the year before. And they've been on a four-game-per-year roll. It's just, were all the games good? Maybe, maybe not. Um, did any of you guys even try to play them? Hell no. Um, but I think this is helpful for them, and I think this is going to continue. I like this trend. I'm loving it. So let's get into some specific notes about the showcase. All right. For one, Avowed's art style seems to have gone through a change, but um, I have a guess on why, which is one, what we're seeing is early footage of the game. Two, I believe that um, they are more so um, focusing on the game certain developments of the game over art style like they rather stick to something that they're genuinely good at instead of putting too much effort into making it a sort of realistic feel or um, style or anything like that and then having it take away from some aspects of the game that would have otherwise been better if they shifted their focus not every game needs to have the illest art style like a cartoony grainy um 
look can be totally okay. Like I think people get so into how powerful these systems can be and oh my god they're so powerful i can't wait to see um how they how realistic they make it um i think people get too hung up on that and i think that they need to that they people got to remember that art style differs and it's a part of a, it's a part of games being made um <clears throat> Theory on 2024 being the main window. I did have a theory, but Xbox is just trying to put out at least four games every year. So that's one every quarter. And I think that 2024 is, is, is great. I think it's okay to have the window. But oh, my other theory, my other thing was Xbox is putting a lot of these to 2024. And only giving us a window because they want to make sure they nail it down. They're like, all right, this is good enough to definitely be coming out in 2024, right? So let's give you guys time to polish it. Let's give you guys time to finish it up. I think the stuff that's coming in 2024, like they have dates in mind, but they're not going to say them until they get a thousand percent polished up this time around. I think... I think Halo Infinite was the best thing for Microsoft. And I think Redfall was the best thing for um, Microsoft as well. See, I think Halo was the best thing for Microsoft because it came out in such a state where they had they have no choice but to take everything that happened with that game and apply it everywhere else. Because they've been hearing that uh, opinions on that game for three seasons. On top of that, reminds them of content. I mean, every game is going to be a learning experience. But I think Halo is going to be a great learning experience. And I think Redfall is going to be a phenomenal experience for them about how to handle these new um, companies that that they acquired. And with that, I think using both of those, if they use what they learned from these two experiences, they're only going to try and put out games that get high ratings from the people who play them. Now, I'm not saying they're going to always win. That would be great if every game that they put out is the best version of that game and it's like a 90 or above. But I think everyone's going to be putting that foot forward i think xbox is going to be is gladly going to give people more time and they're going to start doing windows more than they will release dates up until it's damn near great enough for us to put it all on um a disc like a final fantasy 15 type thing although there's supposedly tiny issues with that but something like that and you know i was thinking i understand um, about preparation and promo and stuff like that. But I feel like if a game doesn't go gold, it shouldn't get a release date. But a lot of game because the, uh, see, I'll put some more thought into that and we'll get into that another time. But I have a, there's something that I was thinking about a while back with gold and stuff like that. 
Xbox's goal is to release, which I already said, um, and they've been doing it. Never mind. So we'll skip over that. A lot of people want concrete release dates, but you have to be realistic as well. These people are trying to make great games, and every time one releases, it's feedback for everything else to come. So as things happen, they just they, they go back to the drawing board everywhere. They're like, all right, how do we handle the next release that's coming out? This is what's supposed to be next. How do we handle that? Let's do it that way. Let's do it that way. And I think it's so smart. I think it's better that way. I think it makes more sense for them to start doing that. Just use every thing that releases as a learning process. Even if it's great, learn from the greatness, that the success that you had. Hi-Fi Rush. Look at that. Minus the stealth release. Look at everything that made that great. Because that game is fucking phenomenal. Um, it was good to see Xbox partner with other people to release, announce their games from Sega to Capcom and Indies. It was just wonderful. I think they need to lean on that more. Um, I, I say it a lot on Twitter. Only thing that I want them to partner with Square Enix for is Nair Games, Kingdom Hearts, and Final Fantasy Thirteen Remake if that ever comes. Otherwise, every other Final Fantasy, if we don't have it, but they have this great relationship with these other companies, that's fine. If they can break every Persona game from now on to the end of time, that would be that's huge for them. That's great for them. If they ever get a relationship with Capcom to the point where it's like, well, <laughs> pocket, then that's fantastic too. But they keep Persona on all of them, of course. It's just never mind. Let's not get into that. But um, but it was really good, and I'm happy about it. About that Overwatch part, it's nice to see them actually do the story stuff. But they um, they really ran that crap into the ground, and it's locked behind the battle pass. So that really isn't. It's anti gamer. Gamers were wondering where Halo is, and I think they need to calm down. Halo didn't show anything, and I think there's a logical reason. You don't want to show something that is lackluster. They've been dropping plenty of info online, and either they don't have a trailer set or they didn't have enough info to make it showcase-worthy. Maybe the trailer wasn't... They looked at it, and they was like, no, this has no place at the showcase with all of the stuff that's being shown there. I feel like this is only going to get a negative reaction, no matter what. Um, And honestly, it's not that juicy of content, like... I'm happy because I get my career rank, which is something I've wanted and should have been there from the beginning. Other people are happy because they get Infection. And there's a lot of Infection fans in Halo, and that's all they wanted. And now that Infection's there, everyone's blowing their lid. and like, oh my god, Halo. I love Halo, guys. You guys should love Halo. But it's fine. Like, it doesn't, not everything needs to be there. The team just announced that they're cutting story content. See, that's the other thing. If they did a trailer... They'd probably do a story trailer to help with the infection trailer that would go out during that because it would be a big grabber. But to do that and then to come back and say, hey, guys, so we know you saw that trailer and it made it seem like online has a story. Well, we're cutting that, which absolutely sucks. I really hope it comes back. I I think Halo is going to end up going through a reboot. They don't need to. They just need to go through a content plan of what to do next but i think is totally fine like people who don't make games understand making games want to make games think don't think about all angles of business don't understand 
but there are logical reasons that some of those games did not show up like that Redfall. like they're these people are working on them they're working on them they're trying to make them better and going in there and getting a clip for this stuff takes time you have to stop the production matt booty was actually talking about how when he gets clips to show for games now like for these things he's like are you at give me something from where you're at right now or something that's not going to make you stop your entire workload and comb through things and that is smart because i remember there was a small um small clip or article or something someone was saying how when they put on these shows for E3s and stuff like that, they literally compile, like they go and they try and find the best parts of their film and then they try and go and compile things for these shows and they rehearse it and stuff and that takes time. They literally say, we stopped development, like large scale development for a while because we have to do this and I get it, that's, that's a lot of work. So why would you ask the teams who are working on two of the most lower scored parts of Xbox at the moment to stop what they're doing to present you guys with a two second video clip or small conversation like no if you're playing Halo and you love Halo keep playing Halo keep playing it that's what they need your support your voice do that gamers are um I think Everyone had an absolutely go good showcase from PlayStation to Xbox, but Xbox was higher up on that list. I was going to add Nintendo to this episode, but Nintendo's was jammed, packed with greatness. I'm going to give it its own episode, um, so it's going to be next episode. But absolutely, I, I this was fun. It was cool. There's some really good games that I'm looking forward to, and I can't wait to get more on all of them and see what happens. Um, and I cross my fingers that someone sends me an Alan Wake code for Xbox because <laughs> I want to play the game, but I'm not paying $60 for a digital game. I'm not paying $60 for Alan Wake. I have the other physicals. Okay. I'm not going to get Alan Wake 2 on digital myself. Now, if I find someone who has a physical copy, like Playasia or something, I'm, I'll grab it. Absolutely. But until then, feel free to send me an Alan Wake code or the currency for it. If someone tells me to play it and they give me the thing, I will do it for y'all. You know I will play games for y'all all the time, and I'll tell you all about them. But I'm not going out of my way for Alan. I'm sorry. But I hope I want you guys to. I need you guys to go and play that if you're thinking about it it's a fantastic game it's wonderful it's just the collector in me is not buying a digital game for full price the only reason i did that for certain things like um nair and kingdom hearts is because they came to xbox the first time ever and well nair replicant it was on playstation specifically um and most of them were sales anyway but when they came to xbox and they were a decent price i bought them to support Japanese games on Xbox. This game, I'm not going to harken on it, but we know I have my reasons. Um, let's see. What wasn't at the showcase, and when might might we see it? 
I feel like we can um, get a like Gear Six might get teased at the Game Awards or next year's uh, Summer Game Fest. Honestly, um, I don't think we need to see it just yet. If they're taking their time, they're absolutely taking their time, and I love that. I want that to be great. The long-awaited Final Fantasy XIV MMO is still nowhere to be seen, and I believe that might be dead because of the way Square Enix is riding Sony. Um, Hideo Kojima game, The Death Stranding, or the Xbox game. Neither one have been shown, and we're not going to see that uh, Hideo Kojima thing from Xbox until Death Stranding is out. Once Death Stranding 2 is out, that's when we will see it. Um. <laughs> uh, we already talked about why no Halo showed up. Um, Perfect Dark didn't show up, but I think that's I think that's another thing. We'll get Perfect Dark. I think we'll get Perfect Dark teased again. At either Game Awards or next showcase. And I think it's going to be a 2026 title. I don't think that's coming in 2025. And if it's coming in 2025, we're going to get the illest fucking reveal next year. And then it's going to say November. Um, But I think they're also trying to space out the types of games that they do. So like every year, everybody gets something that they like. And then if they can afford to drop an extra two, I think they'll do it. But I think we'll get four big games every year and a, one small one minimum. After like after 2024, I think they're going to be on like this constant beautiful streak. No contraband was shown. Um, and maybe that was for the sake of payday. Maybe that game's actually well developed. And they were just like, no, we're not going to step on payday. Like we got payday shown here. Oh, yeah, we're going to let contraband rock. And we're going to do this payday um, deal real quick because that's cool. People love that. And it's a similar style game. Indiana Jones was not showing off. And I also think that might be because the movie didn't do good. And because they're taking their time. Because Machine Games is making an Indiana Jones game. Um, and that, that honestly, I'm wondering how they're going to do that. <laughs> I can I know they're gonna do good. I'm just wondering how that's gonna how that's gonna really play out. Um and then we have the extended showcase, which Xbox showed off new Hi-Fi Rush DLC that drops July 5th and comes with a bunch of fun achievements and so much some cool customization stuff. Another type of tower that's like a roguelike tower. It's really cool. You gotta build yourself up through the tower. Um and it's just awesomeness, just awesomeness. If you haven't played Hi-Fi Rush, please play it. Maybe I'll play it on stream. I wish I had, I know I got to build up the viewers, but once we have people who want to watch my stream, I will play some of these games on stream more. Until then, you're just going to get videos, but I'll do an off the dome update on the update. Um, if I can gather enough clips and playtime. High on Life made a small appearance as they teased DLC coming very soon. And it makes sense why it wasn't at the show. It was very small scale tease and it has no date. Too many things with no date isn't always good, you know? That's what people complained about this year. They're like, not too many dates, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, oh, there's reasons for that. But yeah, you also get a video on that. The team making Hellblade came back to talk about how their process is and how things changed since moving to Xbox Game Studios and how they have so much more tech and the, that they only dreamed of. 
upgrading their work process and the quality and that is why it's taking so long because they have even more tools than they could have imagined and they want to make it so perfect and oh that might be a 10 15 minute review on off the dome i love hellblade so much and i cannot wait maybe i'll replay it because i got to get one achievement anyway and i'll um and in that process i will uh i'll do it off the dome on the first one if i play that game back so that was everything xbox related everything for the xbox showcase we still have to cover ubisoft um some other random news which is a lot of other news and then might do us I don't know. I think I want to watch that movie one more time before I talk about it with full spoilers and thoughts. Um, maybe Spider-Verse. And then might tag on some comics at the end. But for now, let's go. Let's talk about this Ubisoft forward. We've seen deep gameplay of Avatar Frontiers. And it looked good. And has a lot of Avatar lore baked into it. Um... I think it's going to be a very interesting game. Um, I think it's going to be fun. They gave your Navi more control of what they can use because they're just like, well, we also want you to have fun with the guns that's in here. Prince of Persia and the Lost Crown comes out January 18th, 2024, if we didn't mention it. And boy, it looks as good as, as we see more footage. Game has some absolutely awesome combos and finishers. And there's time powers again. And I love that. We need that. Assassin's Creed looks like the old games. And boy, am I happy about that. A couple people don't really like that. Some people don't like it because it's not graphically enhanced. But um, it looks good. It looks fun. It looks back to basics. Just how I like my Assassin's Creed games. I think we need a break from the big old RPG Assassin's Creed every now and then. Uh, Star Wars Outlaws features a cool female lead with awesome alien pet and it looks like an outrageously fun game running away from the Empire and doing what you want standing your ground with a blaster instead of a saber yeah there's even flying and riding and I'm ready to play this game in 2024 I know we talked about it earlier but they showed more gameplay so there's gameplay out there and it looks absolutely stunning man I want to bring back um Juwaiya no Daily but, man, I wish I had my co-host back. Because if I had my co-host, that'd be so much easier to do. Co-hosting an extra day off would, like, boy, we would kill it. Man, we need to get Rob back on here. And we need to get him some free time. I need to get paid for doing this, man. I get paid for doing this. I go back. I'll make the illest. Boy, I'm sorry. I'll be going off on a rant sometimes, dog. But that was everything that Ubisoft showed. So, on to other news. Thank you very much. There's a new Sonic game, um, and it will have no returning maps. So, you are all free from Green Hill Zone, because apparently you guys are tired of seeing that map. Well, worry no more, because it is a four-player co-op. Sonic, uh, sorry. We're going to say two-player co-op for now, because I actually can't remember if it was four-player. But there are four. You got Amy, Tails, Sonic, and Knuckles. And at least two player co-op and it's a bunch of new original maps i played the final fantasy 16 demo on playstation 5 available now but the game is also out now but if you play the demo first and like it you get to carry your progress over anyway played the demo 
really good because I like how dark it is. And I'm ready to see how the full game goes. And I've been playing the full game. And um, so far it's fun. But I got to wait a second to put my hand on it, my finger on it. But I might have the rating that I'm going to give it the midway rating but we'll see if i beat it before i get to do the rating if i get to beat the game before the off the dome comes off comes out i will update this rating and give you all the finished review because my off the domes are sometimes not finished um usually i'll tell you if i didn't beat the game in it um I'm, it's really just an opinion piece on the game it's not a full review but you know just just in case FTC still wants to block the Xbox uh, Activision deal, and if not block it, they want to hold off on it for a most, for about two years, I think it is, and it's insane. And the case is going on as we well as I spoke, but um, we'll probably try and go over it next week. Maybe it'll be done. I don't know when they're gonna come to the final decision, but the hearing will be done sometime next week. Uh, let's just say there's a lot going on in this thing, man. I probably should just go over it now since I mentioned it, but that is a lot of content I uh, to to do, which I don't mind. But I feel like that would have been better if I was doing my daily. But j just know, um, Tom Warren on the Verge has a whole coverage on it, so you can read up on it from things like um, how much the split is between Microsoft and other people who publish games under there. Uh, to some secrets that weren't really supposed to be out like Indiana Jones things and how some people make their deals how Activision's Bobby Kodak is a fucking asshole and stuff like that um, business but an asshole that was a real assholeish business that's all I'm gonna say um, but even with Xbox advertising that they're sharing games and they're, they're willing to make some concessions, they're still like, yeah, da, 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 da. but after everything that I've heard, I hope the judge in the end says, you know what, Microsoft, the deal can go through. You don't have to make any further concessions with anybody and you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. I would advise you keep Call of Duty on the platforms that you said you were going to keep it on at least until 2026 or 2025, something like that. Um, but the cloud market... Keep those, whatever you want to do with anything else, I don't care. And this ruling cannot affect any opinions in future acquisitions, meaning that whatever they decide to do with their free reign, they, that can't be used against them next time they buy another company because it's an exclusive battle. Look at PlayStation, look at Nintendo, and I'm not saying Nintendo goes and grabs all these things, but they make easy deals with people. People love Nintendo, so they go over there, they make games specifically for them. They had Persona Q, no one else has Persona Q. I would like to have Persona Q on something else. I'm just saying, that's a random one. But they all have stronger exclusive lineups. They make better deals, aggressive deals, and stuff like that. So it's like, it's weird that they're fighting for Xbox to not be able to do this. But whatever. We'll see how that ruling is. Um, if Activision Blizzard goes through, though, I want to say 2026, 2027 is going to be the most insane gaming year. All right, let me see. If it goes through this year, we're in 2023. We'll start with 2027. 20, 2027 will be one of the most insane gaming years ever if Xbox is fast on their feet for turn for not turnaround, but for having, um, teams 
work on other games, help people out. Like Halo might see a huge turnover if Xbox stops doing freelancers and uses the people in-house. Um, might see big changes for a, just a plenty of other games, new IPs. Like I, if this goes through, and I'm still confident that it will. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But if I'm confident it will, when this goes through, I absolutely guarantee you that 2027 is going to be an even bigger year than 2024 is going to be. Um, I feel like Xbox will have so many games at this point that they should start shadow, shadow dropping like one every year. Like, all right, guys, anybody have a passion project that they're working on and they're really happy with? Let me see. Cool. I really like that. Whenever you think you're comfortable with it, we'll do a, a QA. We'll make sure everything's cool. And then shadow drop. So they get four minimum four big games that are known and they drop every year. Four games, um, maybe even five minimum. Then you can really have a game for every type, right? And then a shadow drop is guaranteed you just never know when might be at the top of the year might be at the end of the year might be at the middle of the year but it's like all right guys hi-fi rush 2 shadow drop that fuck it people love uh the first one so much um fucking me my game uh, just an example me my game oh well i really like it and you want to start off with this indie version of it go ahead p shadow drop that like it would be so cool. Just, of course, they get big trailers at, like, events and stuff. But it's a shadow drop. Like, oh, my God, what's this game? When's this game coming out? Uh, This game's out today on Game Pass. Check it out. Like, that would be fucking great. That would be awesome. That would also be flex, bro. Like, absolute flex. Um, Let's talk about how people give showcases a low score. Well, we don't really need to. Oh, people give showcases a low score because... Of things like indies and mobile stuff but it's like bro if I have this huge stage this is where I want to show this I want people to play my mobile game these are gotcha games these are games that make you spend money people want people to play them of course I'm gonna try and get Jeff Keighley to let me go on his stage so I can show snap or FFB or something like that like I want y'all to see these games and I want y'all to play them yeah I know Mobile games aren't the biggest games, but who cares? Indie games as well. Indie games are great. Indie games are some of the best games. They need to be showcased properly. You know what happens when you tell people, oh, it's an indie game showcase, and it's going to be at this time. Only people who like indie games are going. But you can get so many more new players if your game looks really good, and it's broadcasted to the majority of audience. I don't like, like, I respect all game. game you're a gamer, you're a gamer. But I don't like the idea that just because a game is not a super triple-A game that you don't need to give it a chance or th consider playing it. Like, that's insane to me. Um, went back to look at the 2D Prince of Persia game, which is made by the Rayman team, and it's an absolutely dopeling game um, with a feeling that we need to hype us up for whatever they do next, even if it's a full regular game. Like, I'm very excited for that. Um, we could talk more about MK1. The game is a reboot, but I still don't see it that way. It just feels like someone got their powers of a god and made a wish to do it their way. I don't really feel it as a reboot. I feel like everything that happened is canon in someone's head. The person who was playing god, so all that stuff exists. But second, the cameos are super cool. Some of them will be playable as main characters and some won't. 
I'm excited to see what combos you can string together with them. They are a very integral part of it. It kind of really makes me want a Mortal Kombat tag, though. Like, I would love a Mortal Kombat tag game or Mortal Kombat. Well, yeah, Mortal Kombat tag. Even, um, even if it's not four player and it's only two players still, like I would love um, online. I would love Mortal Kombat tag. I miss it. Like DOA four, I think it was had the tag team. Actually, all DOAs I think had tag team. Please bring back DOA. It is the best game. Xbox, make a deal with them. Get DOA on your system. It is the best fighting game. I am so happy we're not getting Injustice, but it's the next game. I just want to say I'm happy that it's not Injustice right now. Video games need to bring demos back. I'm sure I said it an episode or two before. Um, maybe it was a tweet, but demos could be so useful if done with the right amount of time. And like you can get patches out the way, feedbacks. You can either anticipate delays or lower the expectations of a delay with a demo um i just feel like if people get a feel of your game ahead of time and you can convince them that it's worth buying with a demo they can also tell you the things that they don't like the way it played and stuff like that and you can go and make sure that doesn't happen throughout the game i just think demos should come back they were great analysis suggests that physical games will die in 2028 um and we know how i feel about that so I will say this, this podcast in 2028 will turn into a Game Pass only and maybe PlayStation Plus Essentials podcast if I cannot get my hands on a physical CD of a game that does not release outside of those things. If we go full digital, oh, I will go strictly to comic podcasting if there's not a single CD being made for video games. I don't understand what the obsession is with being so money hungry that you don't want to appease all parts of your, like the gaming business must be not making any money for y'all to just be like, yeah, yo, we want to get rid of this. Like, I understand it's more money, but there's still a significant amount of people who play physical games and absolutely prefer it. There's a lot of people who complain about the Yakuza game possibly not getting a physical release because they have every single Yakuza game on disc up until then. <sighs> I think physical media is the best. It's literally the best type of media. I don't care if I lost all my physical media. I think it's the best because it's there. You could pick it up. You could put it in your system. It's right there. It fucking works instantly. You could, you could bring it anywhere with you, and it works. You can bring it to your friend. You don't even got to log into nothing. You just bring it right there. And when games were on the disc, you didn't have to worry about downloading shit. Nothing. I remember bringing so many games to my friend's house and just starting it up. Gosh, I miss those times. Fun fact. Every time the creator of an Alan Wake of Alan Wake tried to make an Alan Wake 2, it turned into Quantum Break. Then again, it turned into Control. And I think that's really neat. And that's why these games have these freaky vibes to them and feel like they are connected to the world. Um, this is, like, really cool. And it hypes me up more for the game. So fingers crossed that we do get a disc because I would love to have that. Or hopefully it goes to Game Pass because I want to play it. Truly, I do. Um, and I'm very excited to see what the game has in off uh, in store. I think I'll get my hands on it somehow. I don't know how, but I'll get my hands on it. 
Starfield has a collector's edition, but you can only get it if you're ready to drop 340 right now, but that has changed since I wrote this. It is available on Amazon, not GameStop, and only Amazon. So, um, assuming they haven't sold out, you can get them online on Amazon or Bethesda or Best Buy, other places that charge you immediately for it. Ed Boon confirmed that Injustice is the next game being worked on. They just didn't want a huge gap between MK games. So they made uh, one first, which means depending on how if they've been working on only one or if they've been bouncing back and forth, Injustice might be very soon after, depending on what they're doing with the story and stuff. After the showcase, we see a number of digital-only games being released or collectors digital, and I know I'm not, I know I'm an old man here, but bear with me. If something is a collector's edition with a bunch of physical items, don't you think there should be a physical game to collect, not just an empty case? It makes sense to me. I understand you're trying to appease to the fact that you now have digital consoles, but um, it's a collector's edition with physical stuff. Maybe those digital people shouldn't be buying the collector's edition because they don't care about the collective nature. That's just me. I think it's insane. More on Overwatch. You can get started on your mission to save the world in Overwatch 2 Invasion Bundle for $15. Permanent access to Overwatch 2 Invasion Story Missions, 1,000 Overwatch Coins, a brand new Soldier and Legendary skin, which is $20. Ugh. Permanent access to Sojourn as a playable hero for new players unlocked upon completing story mission challenges. The Overwatch 2 Invasion Bundle is intended to give a new and veteran players alike the opportunity to explore brand new story arcs while giving them additional coins to unlock the premium battle pass or buy cosmetics for their favorite hero. You could also upgrade to Overwatch 2 Ultimate Invasion Bundle for $40. You will have access to all the above as well as... The No Sector Premium Bundle Pass with 20 pass with the 20 skip battle pass. Additional 1,000 Overwatch coins for a total of 2,000 coins. Two additional legendary skins for Cassidy and Kiriko. Yo, legendary skins being $20 is fucking disgusting. And yeah, that's everything that you need to know about the Overwatch. Crystal Dynamics has put out a statement regarding the recent embracer situation that will result in workers being let go. Thanks to everyone for reaching out and asking about the most recent news by our partner company, Embracer Group. Regarding the uh, restructuring plans, we want to reassure fans that there will be no impact on our continuing efforts with our partners at The Initiative on The Perfect Dark, on Perfect Dark, or our next Tomb Raider title being developed in collaboration with Amazon Games. So you guys have nothing to worry about that without those other twos, except for those people possibly losing their jobs. The developer People Can Fly and Microsoft enter into agreement the development of a new game with a budget of 30 to 50 million dollars and it is a new game with um a new microsoft ip game so that doesn't mean it's a brand new ip it could be gears collection um which could make sense 10 mil per uh 10 mil per game 15 mil per game type I can totally see this being a Gears collection, and I would be super excited, and also people can fly if you know who they are. They've worked on Bulletstorm, and they also helped with Gears, if I'm correct. So, they have experience, and that makes a lot of sense. Um, and other than that, 
that's about it. We'll talk about Spider-Verse next episode. Um, Devil May Cry Baby Season 2 officially in production, so I'm excited I excited for that. Black Mirror Season 6 dropped, and I've watched every episode except for one, so we'll come back next episode, and we'll talk about Spider-Verse, and we'll talk about Black Mirror, and then we'll look at any other entertainment-related news, and we'll start getting back into entertainment-related news. Game stuff is kind of going crazy right now, but it's been good. It's been fun. Thank you very much. I am so excited to be back. I'm so excited that I had a lot of stuff to talk about. So, everybody have a good one, and I'll catch y'all next time. Let me know how y'all thought about the showcases. Which one was your favorite showcase? And, um, yeah, share and whatnot. You know what to do.